This is Radio Influence. This is Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. A look inside the biggest and most controversial news stories you need to know now. One of the country's most relied upon law enforcement analysts, Vincent Hill. Good evening and welcome to Beyond the Badge. I'm your host, Vincent Hill. And if my voice sounds a little down this week, it is for good reason. And many of you know that listen to the show that at the very end of my show, I do a section called 10-7, which highlights an officer that has been killed in the line of duty doing what that officer was sworn to do, protecting and serving their community. And when I tell those stories, it holds a special part in my heart simply because I'm former law enforcement. But tonight I want to talk about an officer that I knew personally that was killed in the line of duty, which makes tonight's 10-7 that more heartfelt for me. And the officer's name was Eric Muma, Nashville Police Department, a veteran of the Nashville Police Department for 18 years. Eric joined in 1999 and did great things in the city of Nashville, which I will definitely talk about. Now, I came onto the police department in 2002, wet behind the ears, fresh out of the military. I was that run and gun type guy. And you've, you've heard this from me. Like I was the guy that would chase a cat if it jumped out of the car because it was all about the arrest. It was all about the stats. It was all about doing all these great things so I could go on to the flex unit, so I can go on to CSU, so I can, you know, be in all of these elite positions. And I thought that that's what policing was about, you know, having the best stats, get the best days off, a take-home car. You know, I thought I was the stuff. And as I was on the department and started to hear names and learn people, I would hear the name Muma, Eric Muma, and like how great Eric was. And, you know, me again, I'm fresh out of the military, wet behind the ears as far as policing. I think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, hey, officer of the month, I've lost count. Chief's Coin of Excellence, nominated for the America's Most Wanted Award. Like, I was doing my thing, and I thought that's what policing was. So when I'd hear Eric Muma, I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I got a chance out at Hermitage to actually work with Eric Muma. And I'm not saying he and I were the best of friends by any means. Uh, I don't have many friends because there's only a few that you can actually say are friends. But what I did learn about Eric is the type of man he is. And as great as I thought I was as an officer, I didn't measure up to Eric looking back at it now because my mindset, my priorities weren't actually on what they should be on. Eric was a man that loved people. He loved the job. He loved community policing. 
And when I, I got the news last Thursday on February 2nd about Eric's death, I was so heartbroken just because I know the type of guy he is. And I reached out to someone very near and dear to me. And she told me, don't be down because he died the way he lived. And you may not understand that because at first I didn't understand it. But now I do because Eric was the true definition of the word hero. Now, I know that term gets tossed around. I know they just attach it to just anybody if they do the simplest thing. But Eric was a hero. For all of the awards I got, they don't trump the life-saving award that Eric got. That was Eric rushing to danger to save a life. And this past Thursday, Eric, who went to work like he did for the last 18 years, he was having coffee with a friend. He gets a call. Eric doesn't go home that morning. He worked the midnight shift. That's why I said morning. Eric didn't go home that morning. So let me give you a little background. They get a call. There's a lady at the uh, boat ramp of the Cumberland River who was clearly intoxicated. The officers were trying to talk her out. The car was running. She had her foot on the brake. Um, she made a statement of what would, I, what would happen if I drive the car into the river. And of course, uh, one of the officers said, well, we'll have to attempt to save your life. And as she's putting the car in gear, Eric is attempting to open the door. And as she puts the car in gear, Eric slips, of course, on the slick surface of the boat ramp. And he was pulled into the river by the vehicle. Now, Eric's body was found several hours later. And if you've never lived in Nashville, you've never been to Nashville, the Cumberland River, when I say river, I mean exactly that. It is a river. It's not a creek. It's not where you can walk up to your knees and that's the, as deep as it gets. It is a river. So imagine you're at work the entire night. You're having coffee with a friend. You get this call. And the last memory, the last memory is of you falling in the water and then drowning. And it really, really hurts me that Eric was in the water for hours in February. Just think for a moment how cold that water is right now. 30, 35 degree weather in the city of Nashville. It's a river. Just think what Eric went through. Just think of his last thoughts. I'm sure they were about his family, about the little girl he's been raising as his own. I'm sure it was about things like that. But Eric died the way Eric lived. And 
Again, he and I were not the best of friends, but I respect the hell out of him. I always did. Here's a guy that would go out and feed the homeless out of his pocket. A guy who trained other officers as an FTO, field training officer, because he loved the job. And he loved teaching younger officers the job. And there's been a lot of FTOs I've known. A lot of them, no disrespect, do it for the wrong reason. But Eric was not one of those field training officers. Now, he did not train me, but I know Eric, whoever he trained, I know for a fact they are a much better officer because of the guidance of Eric Muma. And for the, the record, if you don't think that Eric is a hero, go ask the family of the woman who drove her car into the river, because guess what? Although she was suicidal and intoxicated at the time, her family still has her in their lives, because Eric was there attempting to get her out of the car. The other officer that was with Eric successfully got her out of the car. So, again, we can toss that term around day after day, night after night. But I know for a fact, just knowing the character of Eric Muma, that he indeed was a hero. On yesterday in Nashville, Eric was laid to rest. And I regret the fact that I didn't get a chance to, to get to Nashville uh, to be a part of that. But uh, what I will do is post a link to the video shot by the Tennessean for the entire memorial service. It was beautiful. Eric had a very beautiful send-off. I mean, he had uh, celebrity singers perform there, Billy Ray Cyrus, a few others. You heard from people that knew him best, giving their memories of Eric and the type of person he was. Uh, but for this show, I want to play a few sound bites from uh, someone that was really close to Eric, and I'll talk about it here after this soundbite of who this individual was and why he was so close to Eric. Eric was known for that smile. The smile could take up half his face. I think it could take up half this room. But Eric was much more than that big smile. He was a lifesaver. It is not surprising that Eric gave his last full measure of devotion to save a life. We are fortunate, while tragic, Thursday was not compounded with further loss of life. As a senior officer, Eric would have felt obligated not only to the citizen, but to the other officers with him. Now, I don't know if you, you caught that, but basically what that individual was saying that Eric gave his life, and the person he saved is still here. They still have their life, and that's the type of person Eric was. And who you just heard from was Robert Weaver. We call him Robert O for those that got a chance to ever work with Sergeant Weaver. Robert O, I've known him 
He was my sergeant at Hermitage Precinct, one of the best in the business, one of the best in Nashville PD. But Eric wasn't just an officer that was under Robert's command, right? These two actually started at the same time, the same academy class 18 years ago. Eric was in Robert's wedding. Their family, Robert being an only child, most of his family is Nashville PD, and it's been that way for most of his adult life. I mean, 18 years. So can you imagine what Robert is going through? Not just the loss of an officer, but the loss of a friend. And quite frankly, the loss of family. Because that's what, in this business of policing, that's what other officers are. They're family. And I I can speak for the city of Nashville and the Nashville Police Department, that it's family because they spend eight to 10 hours a day with each other, sometimes even more than that. When you add it up, it's more than what they spend with their own families because by the time most people are getting off working midnight shift, your spouse and significant others at work, your kids are in school, you don't see them, you see them for maybe an hour or two before it's time for you to go to take a nap to go to work when you're working midnight shift like Eric did. Trust me, I know because I worked midnight shift and I know I didn't see my wife. Maybe part of the reason I'm divorced now. I know I didn't see my daughter when she was living with me, only getting her off to school. And for a few minutes when she came home from school, before I took a nap to get ready to go for work, go to work. So when I say that the other officers are your family, it's it's deeper, it's much deeper than your friends. They're your family. So Robert O. lost a family member last Thursday when he lost Eric. But you see how he described him, a life saver, because that was Eric. That is what being a police officer is about. Being a police officer is a tough job, and he gave it everything he had. Eric threw himself into the daily work of policing, and he changed lives. And he saved lives, too. That was Nashville Mayor Megan Berry. And I think she said it best, that Eric changed lives, and he saved lives. So think about this for just one moment. He changed a life last Thursday because you had a woman who, for whatever reason, whether it was the alcohol or whatever she had going on in her head, was willing to take her own life, right? So Eric unselfishly changed the life of her family members. Because let's say Eric and the other officer didn't do anything. And they just stood there and they're like, lady, you want to drive down the into the river? Hey, go ahead, knock yourself out. Then she dies. Then her family's lives are changed forever. But Eric unselfishly was trying to save this woman. And her life was saved. 
unfortunately not by Eric, but the other officer that was there, apparently got her out of the car because she's still alive. And that is exactly, the mayor couldn't have said it any better than she did. He changed lives and he saved lives. And he lived it every day for the last 18 years. Eric had the greatest respect for his family, his co-workers, his country, his city, and the Fraternal Order of Police, of which he was a proud member. And maybe, and most noteworthy, Eric had the greatest respect for the citizens that he served. Let's celebrate Eric Mumaugh, the police officer. He served this city for 18 years. He picked the Madison community as the place he would spend the majority of his career. He loved being a police officer. He loved the Madison community. The Madison community loved him. His love was apparent to the persons he worked with and to the citizens that he served. He was a police officer's police officer. And that was uh, Chief Steve Anderson. And again, I don't think anybody could have said it better. Eric was a police officer's police officer. And in the many years that I was on uh, Nashville Police, I can't recall at any time anybody having anything bad to say about Eric Muma. I mean, he would cut up, he would joke, he would crack jokes, people would crack them back. That's just how police are. But when you cut into it, when you look into it, I can't think of any time that any officer or any citizen, for that matter, and most importantly, had anything bad to say about the man, the officer, the hero, Eric Muma. You know, in 2003, when I was chasing those stats, you know, Eric was awarded the Exemplary Service Award in 2003. And like I said, in 2011, the Lifesaver Award. In 2007, he saved the baby in a stolen SUV. Again, hero. Saving lives. Changing lives. I mean, think about a stolen SUV with a baby inside. Who knows what that individual would have done? You don't think Eric's actions changed the lives of the family of that baby? Who knows what would have happened to that baby if Eric wouldn't have been there? That was just the kind of officer Eric was. You know what really upsets me is while this country right now is in so much turmoil and protest about who the 45th president is and there's riots and there's police officers being hurt on a nightly basis, getting rocks, bricks thrown at them, urine, whatever else is being thrown at them. And police officers are out there every night trying to keep the peace, but yet being hurt. People don't realize that it's men like Eric that even though you do all of this stuff, you throw rocks, you hate police, even though you do all of this stuff, it's men like Eric who at the drop of a dime would lay down their lives to save yours. So to all the protesters out there right now, 
crying like little babies because they don't want to deal with the next four years. And then they want to take their frustrations out on police who are just there doing their jobs. I want you, I hope one of you is listening to this show so you can tell one and they can tell one and they can tell one. I want you to think about that the next time you act a fool and want to hurt a police officer. Because guess what? That same police officer, because there's plenty of Eric Mumas in the line of policing. There's plenty, trust me. That same officer that you attempt to hurt because you want to cry like a little baby is the same one that at any given second would run to danger to help you out, to change your life, to save your life. Because that's what heroes like Eric do. He did it for eight years. And the next time someone wants to cry because they think they've been treated unfairly because they live in the black community and they may have committed a crime along the way, which is why the police got there. Just think that same officer would be the one to come into the black community to save your life, to change your life. If you don't believe me, just think back to Dallas. Just think back when people were protesting those officers and calling them pigs and everything else. But when the shooting happened, guess who was running to the danger? Men like Eric Muma, who unselfishly do what they swore to do, protect and serve. You don't last in that job for 18 years and not love what you do. There's a lot of people that went to the academy with Eric that are no longer there, that went to the academy after Eric that are no longer there. I'm one of them. I got out for different reasons, but I'm one of them. You don't do that job for 18 years and not love every second of it. And the biggest part of the job of policing is dealing with people. So that means, that tells me that Eric loved people. I'm not just saying this, you heard other people say it. He was the guy that would go to McDonald's and buy food for a homeless person. He was that guy. He was that guy that would get out of his car and talk to people in his patrol zone. Eric was that guy because he loved policing But more importantly, he loved the people he served. You know, looking back at what what happened to to Eric last Thursday, I've asked myself since then, could I have been that guy to do what Eric did? Could I have been that guy standing on the boat ramp of a river, knowing at any second I could get swept into this river? Could I have been that guy? to actually want to save this woman. And I got to tell you, 85 to 90% of me says no. So what that tells me is, outside of all the awards that I won for being this badass cop, Eric was way more of a police officer than I could have ever been. And I have no problems saying that. 
He was a better police officer than I could have ever been because he was willing to give his life at any moment. And just like Chief Anderson said, he was a police officer's police officer. We've heard the term a man's man. He was a police officer's police officer. That's it. That was Eric. Now, usually during my 10-7 portion of the show, I read the write-up that's on the Officer Down Memorial page. But tonight, I don't want to do that. I want to actually play the last call for Eric Mumaw. And anyone in policing knows that when an officer's killed in the line of duty, dispatcher comes on the radio. They make a call to the officer's call sign. The officer doesn't answer. And then they pronounce that officer 10-7 for the remainder. And 10-7, if you don't know, means out of service. We usually check 10-7 when we're off duty because we're out of service. But officers, police across this country use 10-7 to identify a fallen officer. 10-7 for the remaining. And before I play it, I want to say that I'm personally happy and touched that I had a chance to know Officer Eric Muma. And I'm sure there's many, many officers that he trained, that he touched, that he knew, that would say the same thing at the drop of a dime. That they are happy, truly blessed, that they knew the man, Eric Muma. He was one of the best. He's gone, but never, ever forgotten. I thank you, my friend, for your service. I thank you for your sacrifice. I love you. I love you. I love you. Attention all units, all sectors. Clear the air except for emergency traffic. 727 Charles. 727 Charles. Headquarters to 727 Charles. Officer Mumaw, attention all cars, 727 Charles, Madison Precinct Officer Eric Wayne Mumaw, going to be 10 7 for the remainder. End of watch, Thursday, February 2nd, 2017, at 0443 hours. Officer Mumaw, we honor you for the ultimate sacrifice, and we thank you for your service to the Metropolitan Government and to the citizens of Nashville and Davidson County. God, we ask you that you welcome this fallen hero with open arms. We also ask that you bless each person who is gathered here today in respect for his sacrifice. We pray that you protect our brothers and sisters in blue as they follow their calling and continue to put themselves in harm's way daily to help others stay safe. We pray for all these things in your name. Amen. To continue the conversation, get updates on the show, and to find out when you can see him on television, follow Vincent on Twitter at Vincent Hill TV. That's at Vincent Hill TV. This has been Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. 
Hey guys and gals, this is Ian Beckles. You may know me from my nine seasons in the NFL or from listening to me in sports radio for years. But now you get to see and hear the real me, uncensored me and also unfiltered as well on my new podcast, Ian Beckles, Flavoring Your Ear. What's flavoring your ear? I'll tell you what it is. It's a whole lot of fun. Food, fashion, sports, sex, politics, and my personal adventures as well. And a whole lot more food. Make sure to check out Ian Beckles, Flavoring Your Ear, each Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.